0: Hello and welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are on our sixth book club book. Yes I think it is our sixth book. Oh my gosh. I've said fifth for so long now I forgot which (laughs) one we're on. Yeah we're on our sixth book and it is Ghost Forest. Uh, We're reading this through together. We got to page 50 last time. We thought we'd start off slow even though it's quite a small book. Um, And what a breeze it's been to read after reading all of those big books over the christmas period um this like spring it's
1: fresh air it is it looks like spring on the cover actually it
0: does look like spring it's a very springtime book from the aesthetic
1: yeah it's really easy because some of the pages there's not a lot of wordage on there is there and the chapters are so tiny so tiny. it's a real sweet book i think it's it is just a pleasure to read
0: Yeah, I have to say, if you're in a reading slump or you've read, like, massive books and you just want something quick and fresh, like a cleanser, this is great because it is just, like, so quick to get through. I will say what surprised me is that I expected a book that looked like this, like a verse sort of book, to be more lyrical than it is. But actually, it doesn't really have a beat or any kind of poetic notions. It is just, like, someone's, you know, jotted down words. It's like their memoir. And as we've both noticed, the English itself, there are times where it kind of slips and it's not perfect English. And it is, you know, you can tell that they've written it as though they're not a native English speaker, which I quite like that in the book.
1: I quite like that as well. It's just refreshing and different, isn't it? It's quite heartfelt, some of the words, though, aren't there? And and there's some Mm. really interesting characters. We've touched on the fact that we quite like the, the grandmother in the story.
0: Oh, she's such a massive character in this book. I mean, we've only read 50 pages and she's the standout character for me. Like, I feel like I know quite a bit about the grandma already.
1: She's she's had quite an interesting upbringing, this sort of toing and froing to Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, because she basically, when it comes to the summertime, they up sticks, pack up, and go back to Hong Kong, don't they? which I don't think they particularly enjoy because it's sweltering and it's really hot in Hong Kong and she'd actually like to just stay, stay back in Vancouver.
0: It's tough because they don't really feel like they belong in Vancouver but then they also don't feel like they belong in Hong Kong. Like the, the chapter that's like things strangers say to me in Hong Kong just sums it up really that they don't really belong there. But they don't really belong. They don't feel like they belong in Vancouver because they're always to and fro to Hong Kong. Yeah, and obviously her dad's like an astronaut dad, so he stays in Hong Kong mostly. But when he does come to Canada, they don't. <laughs> the kids don't particularly
1: like it because they have to be really quiet. And oh yes, they're I do not allowed to bleed themselves. Yeah. So they're like almost counting the days down to when their father goes back to Hong Kong. He feels. Like, it feels like he's really distant from. From the family almost has a separate kind of life to them I know
0: and I do think how must that feel for him like he's their dad and he's essentially stayed in Hong Kong to earn money so they can live like a better life in Canada but then mm. he never sees them and he's just working all the time on his own and sending most of his money to them but never seeing them and I just think that's got to be really
1: lonely it's got to be hard But when he does see them, he doesn't really spend any quality time with them because they all have to be quiet and tiptoe around him.
0: So what's it about? (laughs) You know, it's really, it's a weird relationship.
1: I don't know. And then um, one of the bits I quite liked was, um, do you remember when they talked about the sister and she had that? Yes. Yes, the illness. Had the illness and... The doctors and everybody couldn't get her. I think it was her blood platelets up and mm. stuff, wasn't it? So um, they went and got some, like, ancient Chinese medicine, which basically, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and the hospitals were like, this is amazing.
0: <laughs> I loved that, because I was really worried that they were being, like, ripped off and it was going to be some kind of scam, but actually it worked and it was all fine. Yeah. and. yeah. This doctor that they never even met just wrote them a prescription, like some herbal stuff, and it works.
1: But apparently <laughs> it was it's, really the same weird. Pre- it's the same prescription he writes for everything, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> fixes everything. It's probably, like, just loads of <laughs> turmeric. Take yeah. the turmeric and you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and um, I know we mentioned the, grand- the grandmother, but the... the Bit that was towards the end of us reading was when she talked about getting that part-time job as the nurse. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny because she just happened upon that, didn't she?
0: She did. She she started off as a cleaner, and then she was cleaning the vans. And then the nurse stepped out one day, so she started giving people injections, and then ended up just becoming a nurse and working in that van as a nurse. Yeah, I love the grandma. She always comes out with weird stories
1: like that, though. Like well, was, how their just... house used to look. It's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it was this bit. It's easy to put a needle in a fat book, but then someone came in to get a shot, and it was an old person whose book was very wrinkly. It was so hard to put the needle in. <laughs> <And> she <laughs> talks like that, and there's just little <laughs> moments like that where you just like having a right good titter at it. You know, it's it, it it's it's good. It's funny. Yeah
0: you know for such a, a small book with not a lot of words there's so much character in heart and I am getting very close to the grandma character which worries me because I'm like oh gosh I hope nothing happens to the grandma because that's mm. going to be really tough yeah uh, but as the back of the book does talk about grief and yeah. family I am worried it... that maybe the grandma won't be with us the entire time of the book I mean that's just my thoughts I'm not sure if that's going to well, be
1: the case it could be the case I don't know and we'll have to find out so yeah we're going to
0: read up to page 100 um, so make sure you read along with us for our next podcast taking our time with this book so we've got chance to catch up with our other reads because I know Claire you're reading a big book I'm reading a book that's I'm struggling to like read it quickly it's not one that you can get through quick Um, so yeah we're going to get to page 100 so join us for the next podcast which will be after Easter Sunday
1: so talking about reading oh just a little mention because you know I talked about my last book you don't know me and I've been like watching the series Mm. well I watched episode three of it last night I've been taking my time with it uh, because I don't watch a lot of television and they've now introduced the Kurt character oh yeah because i did mention that um i was a bit disappointed that they haven't put the kurt character in and they have now and it's just sort of done a quick flashback on their early life and how they met and stuff like that but uh yeah it's still a bit different but i just thought i'd just mention that
0: yeah because obviously you were really upset that it wasn't true to the book but actually they've just delayed his arrival just delayed it a bit
1: yeah so I'm currently reading After by Anna Todd, and I'm I'm about Oof, a quarter of the progress. way through. Quarter of the way through, right? Yeah,
0: this is a big book, by the way, guys. I know
1: this is a, this is a pretty big book. It's uh, ooh, getting on for six hundred pages, I think. Oof! <laughs> and do you know what? It's only just started getting juicy, and I'm quarter of the way through. Wow, I've had I've had one juicy moment. That's it. What was
0: the, re- the What's happening in the rest of the book?
1: Well, it's all about this. Uh, she's obviously like a Miss Goody Two Shoes type of character. hasn't had sex, hasn't had any sexual contact with her, anybody, even though she's been with her boyfriend for like two years. They've had no sexual contact. It's literally just holding hands and snogging. That is the impression I'm getting. And um, so she's met this Hardin character, and he has had loads of girlfriends, done loads of stuff, um, doesn't commit to girls though. And she is gradually falling for him and has, and she's not had sex with him yet, but he has done something to her that she's. Her, first experience but they have this relationship where she starts falling for him and he's like but I don't want to go out with you I'm still going to see other girls and and yeah it's a really strange bizarre character he is he's definitely a little bit messed up I think yeah would you say it's a bit toxic a little bit toxic yeah but he's kind of it's a bit strange because actually he's a really nice person to her and he says nice things and does nice things and then he just goes I'm not interested it's like that
0: (laughs) oh wow so he just doesn't want to be committed to a person whenever he gets committed he like runs away
1: but he sweet talks her and does really lovely things and he has given her a very nice experience that she's not experienced before And, uh, and so she wants more of it but then he doesn't want the commitment and she's trying to get she's trying to get this from Noah which is her boyfriend and he's just like oh no no we're waiting till we get married and all that kind of stuff oh and you know she's clearly had a little bit of the taste and would like a bit more so I don't think it's going to work out with her current boyfriend no, but I don't. I I think this could be a bit of a toxic relationship with this character called Hardin as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because he just seems to push her away.
1: The writing is okay. It's a little bit kind of annoying because oh they're getting on, oh they're not getting on, oh they're getting on, oh they're not getting on. It's a bit like that.
0: Yeah, and if it's that for six hundred pages.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm not It's sure. not even
0: a slow, it's like blah, blah, blah. blah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's that's where I'm at with uh, After by Anna Todd. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> well, I finished my audiobook by LJ Ross, which I mentioned ages ago, and I actually picked up her third book on audiobook, which is called Bedlam, and I was concerned because the narrator had changed, got a different narrator, um, but actually, this narrator is just as good. They've got a really nice voice, so that's good. Only one of the characters' accents have changed, which isn't bad considering <laughs> he's just gone from like Yorkshire to Scottish. So I'm like, okay, right, okay. further up north, the characters go gone further up north. Um, but other than that, you know, the narrator is really good. I'm not that far through, probably about 25% of the way through the audiobook, and this time the psychiatrist he's ended up he's got to infiltrate the mafia for the fbi i mean i love these books they're so cheesy claire (laughs) (laughs) somehow he he's the one that's been chosen to infiltrate this mafia hospital where one of their suspects is being held and he's got to go you know see if they're all right um so it's very very cheesy we're just getting into it and we're going to be going into the The mafia lifestyle soon which I'm looking forward to I'm hoping it it reads quite well but it could be a bit tongue-in-cheek so I'm listening to that at the moment which keeps me entertained on the bus and then I'm still reading Bunny by Mona Awad and I'm I've only read like an extra 12% from last week and even though I'm not reading as much for our book club I, I find because the book is so weird It's not something that I'm like, I want to sit and read that for like two hours, you know, which is why I finish books so quickly. Because if they have my attention, I'll sit there for hours just reading it and enjoy my time. Mm. Whereas with this book, I don't want to spend more than an hour reading it because it's just unsettling and a bit too weird and a bit out of there. Um, And that, I think, is making it harder for me to get through the book and I am at the stage with it now where I'm like, I just kind of want to get to the end, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like it's, this book didn't need to be this long. It probably would have been better as like a novella or a short story. Um, but I'm going to stick with it. You never know, the ending might change my mind. Yeah. But it has, it's an interesting book, but it's been hard to read. <laughs> because it's unsettling.
1: It's quite funny that we're both having a bit of a negative a negative time with our books
0: yeah they're not they're not captivating me in the way you know like when I read the Appleton Angels that was quite a chunky book it was like over 400 pages but i would read that within like a week because mm. I couldn't put it down I really enjoyed reading it I wanted to know what happened this book I pick it up and it's just a load of nonsense and then I put it down and then I pick it up and it's more nonsense and I'm just like where's it
1: going Mm. she's in the cult she's out the cult you know it's like, yeah <laughs> I mean I, I do wonder whether I'll, I'll get through this I'm, I, I, I don't often give up on books but um, mm. we'll see how it goes if it's a bit sort of keeps going backwards and forwards I'm just not quite sure whether it's for me really but we've got to keep yeah. going
0: I've got to keep going (laughs) I will finish it if I'm over 50% with the book I always have to keep going I can't not finish it now that I've committed this much time Um, but I think according to Kindle I've got like an hour and a half left of the book I think let's have a look no I've got two hours left of reading this book so maybe I just need to sit down and get it done (laughs) just sit there and read it so yeah Though it is apt that I'm reading a book called Bunny over the Easter
1: period, so... (laughs) Absolutely, that is very apt, and we mentioned before we got on the podcast that I'd seen the the Whitby Bookshop had done a little post with a bunny and done it to the uh, Mission Impossible theme, and it was (laughs) causing havoc in their uh, bookshop, which was quite entertaining to watch.
0: It is. Their channel on Instagram is so entertaining. You know, like, if they start offending people, they really don't care. <laughs> They're like, no, these are the books we like, deal with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, but uh... I did
0: enjoy that. I saw the rabbit. It was very fun.
1: <laughs> Easter reading. Ooh, what other Easter books are there? What other bunny books? Watership Down. That's about bunnies.
0: We did mention that every book that we know that's got rabbits in is freaky or scary. Yeah. And rabbits, to me, are, like, the least scary animal. Like, why does everyone keep making rabbits horrifying?
1: Well, exactly, because when you read The Wasp Factory, yeah. they're blowing up bunnies.
0: <laughs> I, I read that Hare House, didn't I, that was a Scottish Gothic fiction, yeah. which was about people getting turned... Actually, I'm reading a lot of books about people being turned into bunnies, or bunnies being people, <laughs> or people being murdered. As And rabbits are always at the root cause. And then there's that classic film Donnie Darko
1: with very weird bunny moments, yeah. When did bunnies get scary? I don't know. But they're meant to be cute and cuddly and Easter bunny-ish. Yeah, but no. No,
0: you can't get a book nowadays that is about nice bunnies. (laughs) I'm sure there's one somewhere in the kids' books.
1: Yeah, I was just back say, books. in the preschool, like um, in the preschool early years. Library school, yeah. There'll be, be, all be some the cute, cute bunny flopsy eared bunnies. Yeah, Peter Rabbit. He's all right. He? Yeah, he gets into trouble though. He's a bit naughty, doesn't he? he goes into Mister McGregor's garden to take his vegetable.
0: Then you get to yeah. our age, and it's like wasp factory, bunny, hair, <laughs> hair house, all these like gothic books. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and that's Easter for you (laughs) yeah so have a wonderful Easter we will be getting to page 100 in our book club book Ghost Forest by Pic Shunfong so please join us and read along it's a brilliant little book really enjoying it and hopefully I would have finished Bunny over the Easter period so I can give my final thoughts and hopefully Claire your book gets a bit better yeah (laughs) <laughs> so confident there. As always, follow us on our Instagram at Louising with Books and it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs>